1: okay hello everyone and welcome to the show so today we have this nikki slattery owner of slattery's creation arts where they sell sculptures furniture and 2d wall pieces and travel nationally to art shows and the owner of golden spark tarot where nikki guides people to make better choices in their business and in their emotional lives now that is fantastic nikki welcome to the show
2: Thank you. It is so amazing to be here. I'm very excited to to share all the things with you today.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much for being here. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you'd love to work with?
2: Sure. So where I am today with my business is I work one-on-one with clients to really help them understand their interpersonal strengths and weaknesses, and put together action plans for them, typically in their business, it's sometimes in their relationship life as well. So what I do is I, I look at their palms, I look at their natal charts, and then we pull cards on what are the specific action steps they're looking to take to elevate themselves in their relationships or business. And you know what is the energy around that and what do they really need to focus on to take them to the next level i typically do this in one-on-one readings for about an hour but i also have um a creative careers activation program so i've been working with clients through that as well as these one-on-one readings and then i travel nationally with my husband selling sculptures throughout america so I love that this surface based business can go anywhere, and I can help mm. anybody. And I often find myself helping artists and creatives that I meet at our art shows. So that's you know a oh, big this, place where I these serve. Kind of worlds
1: collide. So they they are both independent. However, there is that the mm-hmm. metaphysical, the guidance, the support for yes. fellow artists, fellow creators.
2: Exactly, exactly. So it's, it's kind of beautiful, because I I meet a lot of artists on the road who are looking to elevate their businesses, you know, they've been at the same Mm. revenue for a long time. And it's like, what do I activate in my life to take it to the next level? And we go to the tarot, or we go to the natal chart and really see what could activate for them in a more powerful way. And that's looking at their, their sun, their moon, their rising sign, all that good stuff. But I also help people who are where I was five years ago in corporate America, you know, in jobs that they don't necessarily love. And they're really looking within themselves as to what is it that I want to do? Where do I want to contribute? And why does this feel so, off for me as an individual and I help guide them through that transition and mm. into their entrepreneurial journey.
1: Love that. So within that space you you build up quite an authority of who you are um been doing it for so long and yeah actually holding space for being there, doing the thing, showing up with them, but also guiding others a few steps behind you. Maybe they're starting out as
2: exactly how
1: they can start to expand and and enjoy this world
2: exactly and it's 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 just so beautiful because it it can be an and you're you're leaving your corporate world and there's so many great skills you have but I also meet people where they are and I I look at their palm and I see what it's trying to tell me as far as where they should go I look at that natal chart and you know where are they where are they really strong? And I look at their sun, where are they emotionally really connected? I look at their moon. and where do they really want to shine there? I'm looking at their sun and what house it's in. This is esoteric, but it really helps me learn why they feel like such a misfit in where they are yeah, now. This, I-
1: I love this stuff. I mean, Unforget yeah. Yourself is the power of woo and the proof of science. We combine both of these worlds. We're going full woo with this episode and I'm all for it. So, I love it. And I, I'm sure we'll come across things that's like, no, that's actually built in, rooted in science right now. It's proven, but we'll we'll get to that bit later exactly. on. Exactly. But the energy that we come into this, um, <clears throat> understanding ourselves, having a strict plan based on us, our design, mm-hmm. our nature, who we are as not just physical but spiritual beings that is so powerful um so often overlooked because the Mm -hmm. i guess the intangible is sometimes the easiest things to to avoid we can't see it crumbs actually let's make this real physical health you can't see inside your body so you can assume you're doing well if i can avoid it i will there's the conundrum of the human experience so Mm -hmm. What's it been like for you in your journey as you've obviously taken to this and hit the ground running like, yes, yes, this is this is where I can make the biggest impact. What was it like as you first started taking steps into this particular business? So what were maybe some of the blocks or the barriers that you had to work through maybe with others or or with
2: yourself? Yeah, I would say. One of the biggest blocks for me was walking away from a career in HR where I knew how to help people, I knew how to guide them, and I knew how to make great money doing it. And leaving the security of that and Mm -hmm. then going full into the metaphysical world, into the woo world, and that transition of the intangibility of the woo world. Compared to working for big consumer product companies where it's so tangible, it's so practical to a fault. So, what I had to do is look within myself that, okay, I love the woo. I love looking at people's palms and the energy of tarot. And I could read for days about this stuff. But how do I make it practical? And how do I make it just as tangible for people and for myself to believe in? So, It was really through like understanding my natal chart and I have my natal moon is in Virgo and that is a very, it's a sign with a lot of great qualities for organization, for healing, for service base, but it's the perfectionist. So my biggest challenge was how do I go in a new space that I don't have a degree in per se, like I had before And I make it really practical. I make it systematic. I make it organized so that the people who work with me can leave and feel like they just had an amazing spiritual experience, as well as they have an action plan to go forward and really understand how to activate. So it's interesting as I answer this question for you, I had to answer it for myself as a challenge. To be able to believe in it, to sell it to my clients as a amazing stepping stone for them to experience and activate.
1: I want to, do you mind if I just yeah. pause there? Yeah. That is important. This is a theme that's been coming up for the last week that's been everywhere. Me and Katie have both been seeing this, both been hearing this on different platforms, media. With our clients we're coaching through belief exactly belief let's just focus on that you needed to prove or it sounds like you needed to prove to yourself you need to fully believe in this so that you could take it out there and help other people one of the biggest challenges that i see with um entrepreneurs on taking sales calls for example is the conviction and the belief they don't fully 100% like holy shit you need this stuff this is the greatest thing on the earth everything else is great and helps but this is the one thing that's going to move the needle for you where you are at this moment if you're not the most confident person in the room they're going to smell it they're going to see it their animal part of your brain now we're into science will see the way you're acting and they will Mm -hmm. be thinking they're saying all the right stuff, but it just doesn't quite that's your animal saying no something's out of alignment so that's a long rant for can you just double tap on this belief for a minute the belief that you needed to have that actually almost stopped you and what happened when you actually found this belief
2: Mm -hmm. so the belief that the woo can be both intangible and tangible i i really as i looked at and this is you know getting into the metaphysical as i looked after palm after palm after palm and studied chart after chart after chart i could see the patterns i could see the connections and really as an entrepreneur you have two different jobs you have to build your craft and you have to get really really good at it and what i did i just Created a system for myself where I document every palm, every tarot reading, and I put it in a folder. And every time I'm having a challenge, I look back to that folder and I'm like, "Girl, you have done a thousand readings. Look at all of this. You're awesome." And I I have to have the energetics and the tangible. So that's why I, I document it. I print out natal charts. I write all my notes. I. I have to physically feel it as well as energetically. So I would just coach people on, and I say this all the time, what are the top 10 things you're proud of? How have you elevated other people? How have you contributed and get into that energy, get into that feeling, get into that space. And the more real you can make it through documentation or whatever works for you, the more i got over the disbelief that this is too woo and it's it's not practical because it is because i see all the connections i have all the documentation mm. i have just like you can see numbers in your bank account i can see energetic impact through looking back at all the positive moments and all the ahas I've had for my clients. And as Mm -hmm. I feel into that, as I look back at it, oh, and then I have a smile file. Everybody has to have a smile file. So all the customer and client feedback you get, take a screenshot of that and save that as well. You have a down day, you go right back to that smile file and you can feel it
1: those things you're crafting there are kind of beautiful. This is the how to manage yourself through these because we all have dips. We all yes. have our best days and our worst days, and we all go through this. Impost syndrome will is there for everyone. It's the it's the where it shows up and it's how you manage it, not cope, but manage. Now, I was speaking to a, a brand new client just a couple of days ago about their biggest challenge, and it's who am I to be doing this? There is mm. the there is two things that she needed. One was the proof, the proof that she has done this and that it works. And the second thing is the actual tangible way of doing this. Without that, she was struggling. There were two things, both of them are external. Mm -hmm. So our promise is we're gonna remove both of these external factors to be able to, you can grow your business, launch, and get out there and have that confidence without the proof but i'm told i need a gazillion testimonials well of course it helps but right now you do not need that to feel this way and you do not need there's a list of other things we can go into i haven't got time for right now but these things the external what if you didn't need the proof
2: Mm -hmm. what if you didn't need
1: all these other (sighs) things then so what you're saying there is is great the smartphone there's the external you're building you're building a war chest however let's come back to the start those that maybe you've been in in business for for a gazillion years you still don't feel like Mm -hmm. you have this what is the best way that you found to be able to hold space for yeah I don't have proof I don't have the methodology Mm.
2: yes you know what it is it's um I listen to Eckhart Tolle a lot and he talks Mm. about the power of presence and I don't need proof to just be a hundred percent present with you and to just be such a deep listener and to hold space for you. And then I know whatever comes out of my mouth, because I am totally present within will be of utmost value to you. So it is that faith in my ability to connect to presence and to connect to the universal energy that is, to give you exactly the message you need at this moment. And I don't need anything to tell me that I'm valid in that instead of my own presence and my own connection to self. And I know the wisdom of everything I've learned to date will come through as well as the universal energy that comes to me when I give a tarot reading. It doesn't have to be complicated. Of course your animal brain wants to make it complicated and hard but it's just about it's really about being present and just so available for the person who's sitting across from you
1: mm-hmm. and this this need and desire for for proof is masking something it's yeah. always masking something and actually there's a question is it yours is it yours or is it the the worry the doubt from the other party from the other people, from your strangers, oh. from your audience. They are requesting proof. Hold on. Are they? Are they actually? Do they really want proof? So to hold a question of, is this true? Is this real? Is this even mine? Holy crap. Those are three questions that are game changers, right?
2: They are. They really are. And I think it's... I, I don't honestly think that people need a ton of testimonials. I, I have been getting you know, receiving a lot more referrals. So that is a form of testimonials. But when they're actually with me, when they're actually in their my presence, they're looking for a feeling state. They're looking for me to truly hear them and shine a light on what they need to know at that moment to move forward.
0: Mm.
2: So the, the proof is helpful. And I do think people are are looking for it to some degree, But if you can hold that confident presence for people, I honestly don't think you have to have, you know, a whole long list of testimonials.
1: Yeah. So clarity, belief and confidence, because you can give someone the most amazing gazillion page full of testimonials and reviews and like, hold on, confirmation bars, they'll find the one it's like, ah. That disproves the point. If you want to find something, you will find the reason. If you want to find the reason why you should do it, you will find it. You want to find the reason why you shouldn't, you will find it. So it's just a like oxygen is not flammable, mm-hmm. but it's a it's an accelerator.
2: Exactly. So if we exactly. treat these as
1: accelerators, what you do? The lack of testimonials that's going to accelerate people going. that yeah, I need to focus on you and what you can tell me, or focus on exiting. They were going to do it anyway, ninety percent of the time. Don't argue that that's completely made up, but you you get the feeling.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Um, And that's, it's just so true. And I see it come up more and more where if I show up with that confidence, if I show up with that clarity, if I show up with that leadership, I can make such an energetic shift in their own capability so much faster than if they come confident just because Hmm. they had all the testimonials.
1: Okay. right let's let's turn the ship around because there's a lot of what other people should do how we help others knowing all this stuff on our soap boxes let's make this real in our world so i know we were chatting offline here about your crumbs your your next transition you've been mm-hmm. through some amazing transitions and built this two amazing businesses and now you're on the verge of here's the next one mm-hmm. and even with all this knowledge all this understanding All this belief in these areas of your life, it's hard. This this next bit is, it's almost like starting again. There's that little bit of playful nervousness about it or downright fear as well. Can you expand a bit more on what it's like even having all this knowledge and
2: going after that next level, that change? What's that like for you? So the change for me is moving from the one to one readings where i use these metaphysical tools to help people you know elevate their businesses and relationships and the the change right now is going into the group program and coaching people on creating their creative careers and coming to them and holding space for the group holding space for the the sharing of knowledge and the sharing of ideas together. And the challenge is, is that I know and have certainty that I can deliver in a one-on-one basis amazingly and people feel so good, so taken care of, so nurtured. Now, I I believe in my capability to do it as a group and I have shown it, but the need for all of the upfront investment to create the courses, to create the marketing, to create all the different tools that are needed for a group program as opposed to one-on-ones, mm. it is a decent amount of energy and getting my belief to a good place where that energy will have a return on the invested time is the challenge for me because it's always going from the known to the unknown and how mm. do you make that transition and believing in yourself that you can hold space for a bigger group of people as opposed to just the one-on-one conversation. So that transition has been has been really pushing me in my own self-belief and my own ability to deliver in a collective versus a one-on-one way do you expect this? Did you expect this kind of challenge to, to come up? Or is this line like, oh, this? Well, it's interesting. I didn't expect it as much because I've been in HR for 15 years. I've done team building. I've done so many different things to help groups and um, hold space for, you know, people beyond the one-on-one that I didn't anticipate the challenge. And I think it's just... Because it's my own baby now, because these are my clients and I have built the the space, the template, the formula, as opposed to executing a corporate program, mm. it's very different than I had expected. So a little bit more challenging than I went into it with.
1: What you just said there, it's different because it's mine. It's different because it's me. Now, that point there, everyone, every coach needs a coach and they need a coach. There's the there's the thing that we all joke about. It's, just, it's part yes. of the way it is. But we all have our own levels of knowledge, wisdom, experience. We all know these things. The biggest challenge that we see is we know what to do. But we just can't fucking do it. Why? Exactly. I coach other people to do this, but I can't do it myself. What's that about? I'm a fraud. Hell no. The goalpost moves when it's you. Yes. Hands down, every single time. At mm-hmm. a certain level, there might be certain things you can breeze through, and then, ah, oh, yeah, it's because it's you. You can probably coach someone else too. In fact, you you can. What did you say earlier? You help people to activate in their life what it mm-hmm. needs to take them to the next level. Mm-hmm. That's what you coach. Have been exactly. for years. That is exactly what you need right now. But you are not the person to do it yourself. So when we try and DIY this, when we try and work through this, because I know this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just different because, hey, we can go full woo or full science. It's just neurochemicals. It's just the emotions. They're physical. They're real. They're taking over. It's how we metabolize and work through this. So your phrase, it's it's my my
2: baby. Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's emotional. It's Mm
2: -hmm. not logical. Mm hmm. Yes interesting. Yes. And when I was in my previous job it was pure logic. And of course there was emotions that would come up as you're responding to the audience and you know the different emotions that they have about a program yeah. that you're implementing. But when it is your creation what's interesting is in my husband and I's art business we just put the art out there and you like it or not with what I'm building, I have made it mean more than just putting an art piece out there, right? So I'm putting a program out there. I'm putting a experience out there to, to understand yourself through metaphysical tools and then to activate, you know, your creative career. And for some reason, I have made that mean so much more than the art piece that I am just being like, Hey, do you like it? Do you love it? Do you want it in your home? Can we envision it in your home? That, that seems so different to me. And I'm just honestly like verbalizing this out loud because I had this aha moment right now in that it doesn't have to be that emotional. It's an offering and it's just like an art piece. You you love it and you feel it, or you don't. And I I can't control that emotional imprint on my customers because they have to feel it. Yeah,
1: and I guess so. You you just processing this has just dropped in for you, so you're working your way through this. That's all very logical. So you know this, yes, you know mm-hmm fuck after this call when you when you go into the real world and try and make that next step it's like ah i feel this it's 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 my baby and i want to do this and who am i again all these things start to come in it's like we're battling yes. these 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 wars with, with ourselves all the way through they're the same exactly. ones that you you've won in the past and you know this it's yeah I, I love the way you're sharing this because at these different levels i think it just proves huh, now back to proof it proves that we all go through this we hit that mm-hmm. next level and it's okay like, this is this is a new scenario this is a new execution this is this is your new identity that you're trying to become but you're not quite there yet you're exactly. in transition so not mm-hmm. only is your this is the point i, I think i'll like to end with i think it's i think it's big we all look at our business as the business is in transition it's going from your 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 small tarot card readings which mm-hmm. are impactful but they're sort of microbytes to it's going to this bigger impact this next level what we rarely consider is our identity to become that leader to become the next person is the one thing that's often missed because that's invisible there's your transition Mm -hmm. and then by association the business will oh i'll come with you let's go
2: yes yes and i I heard a a really interesting tidbit from a podcast. Um, and I have to remember it, but it's not on my Stacey Brolman. That's who it is. She said she goes to networking events to act as the leader that she's becoming and to act as if not necessarily to sell something. It is to become and to embody and to impress upon other people the leader that she is becoming, the new person she's becoming. It is a stage that she can be on to, to exist in that space before she actually does. Mm. And I thought how amazing because I I don't do networking events a lot because I feel like there's, um I don't know, a transactional nature to it, but it doesn't have to be. It's the stage that you get to play on to be who you want to be in the future. And yeah. Isn't that a beautiful thing?
1: I love that. Amazing. Well, I wish you all all the very best as you go through this next transition and you get to help so many more people with such a bigger impact with their business and their personal life and with all the creators out there. Um, Nikki, thank you so much for being here. It's been so much thank fun. Thank
2: you. It's been really fun meeting up with you
1: as well. You're so welcome. Look, and if people want to find out more about about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you?
2: Sure. I am on Instagram at Golden Spark Tarot, And that is also my website address. And then it's Nikki Slattery on Facebook.
1: are, hey, Everyone, if you're curious, or like, hell yes, I need some of, some of Nikki in my life, go and check it out. And uh, hey, thanks again. This has been, yeah, it's been so much fun.
2: Thank you. And have a wonderful rest of the day ahead. Thank you very much.